0: Welcome to Balancing Work and Motherhood, the podcast for working mothers, by working mothers. All we have to be is our best selves. Welcome.
1: Okay, so we have an interesting topic no, today. this is
0: a good one. I'm excited about this one. Yeah, this is, yeah. This is going to be a tough one. Hat button.
1: Mm-hmm. Imposter syndrome. Yes. So, you want to give the word? Yes. For The today? word of the episode is, or the word of the day is, acceptance.
0: There's not much else to say, but we got to be, just accept where you are, wherever you are, and be comfortable with it, and know that you're a work in progress. But basically, acceptance is the word of the day.
1: We're going to have to keep bringing that up yeah. throughout this episode. So, okay, I did a little bit of research. <laughs> <laughs> and let me read you what I found. The definition of imposter syndrome. So, also known as imposter phenomenon. A psychological occurrence in which an individual doubts their skills, talents, or accomplishments and has a persistent internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud. I for sure, for sure, for sure have felt this a multitude of times. I know you have too. We've talked about this a lot. Extensively.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean, it comes from me every day. We say it all the time um it comes for a lot of our staff as well like the people that we work with the people that we interact with our peers um doubting yourself and your abilities and you're like faking it until you make it kind of Mm -hmm. mindset and you're like i'm gonna peter pan myself out of this job like i don't know what i'm doing um and it's been hard like for me in my career and i know for you especially that you kind of you have these doubts because of like these societal kind of expectations right
1: yeah 100%. and it's like
0: and you dot yourself and it's like you're one of the most you're one of the most gifted marketers i know you're so oh, smart you. you know you are <laughs> but it's and you're a great I professional thanks i appreciate that but you're such a wonderful professional and it's kind of like you're sitting you're doubting yourself and i look at you and some of our colleagues and our friends and we look at it and i'm like i'm in awe of you guys you guys are spectacular you're so smart like how do you sit there and you doubt yourself um, and, and I realized that it's like I'm, it's not just me feeling that way it's most of us and most of us yes. when we get to a certain level and it's mostly our female women friends that feel this kind of um, not bashing anybody but I'm saying it is mostly the women that we work yeah. with that kind of feel this level of insecurity about stuff
1: 1000% and it goes like mostly we think about it in work but it in all facets because yes. you could have imposter syndrome for, you know, not being a good enough friend or not being a good enough mom or not being a good enough wife or not living up to certain expectations that you put on yourself because most of them are self imposed, right? Always. Like I think you're phenomenal and you do so much and you do it so well and then all the time you and I have this conversation. Yeah. And they're like, Erica? No. Stop <laughs> yeah. out of it. Um so, what are the points that I saw? Like, I'm just going to pull out a couple of things from the, the. this is from Healthline. So, yeah. did you know that there are five types of imposter syndrome? So, I totally did not know this. Did, did you know it? that? Mm. I'm just dealing with one. So, five is like, damn. Okay. <laughs> so, we're going to go through the five types and then after, I guess we'll decide. Yeah, which one? Which one? Okay. Yeah. I think I'm one and then you can tell me if I'm what I think I am and then I'll yeah. tell you what I So the first one is the perfectionist. You focus primarily on how you do things. Perfection isn't always a realistic goal, which means you can't meet your standards. Talk about putting pressure on yourself. Right. Um, Instead of acknowledging the hard work you've put into completing tasks, you always criticize and you think that you could have done it better because of you pick at the small mistakes. Yeah. Um, The next one is the natural genius. You spent your life picking up new skills with little effort. And you believe that you should instantly understand material or the way that things are done. Um, You believe that you're super competent and that you can handle things. But then when it becomes a little difficult, that's when you start doubting yourself. So basically, that doesn't leave room for growth. Because if it's too hard, then you basically don't want to do it. (laughs) And then uh, the rugged individualist or soloist. You believe you should be able to handle everything solo. If you can achieve success independently, you consider yourself unworthy. Asking someone for help or accepting support when offered doesn't mean you're it you're not basically like fulfilling the standards that you uphold for yourself. Then the expert, before you consider your work a success, you want to learn everything there is to know about the topic. And you believe you should always have all of the answers. The superhero. You link uh, competence to your ability uh, of success in the role that you hold, whether it's a student, employee, or parent. Uh to succeed then you push yourself to the limit, expanding as much energy as possible in every single role, which basically doesn't allow you to leave any room for yourself. It's all about fulfilling everything for everyone else. So we and this have is the
0: superhero, so this is
1: the fifth one. Yeah. So we have the perfectionist, the natural genius rugged individualist the expert and the superhero yeah who do you think you are i'm a little bit
0: of all of them somewhat and i've outgrown the perfectionist in my career like actually in my you know my recent role yeah. and with wonderful friends and like colleagues and you know my my support system um focusing on just iterating and like it's okay to iterate it's yeah. okay perfection is like an impediment to progress right if you don't try and you don't put it out there you're not you're less likely to accomplish something if you Mm. don't just put it out there just try this podcast for example you know (laughs) what I mean it's not perfect it's just being a human right um that I've kind of grown out of it with wonderful people that have told me okay let's just try it. it looks fine let's just try and we'll clean it up as we go um it took a while for me to get there because it was it was actually debilitating right but yeah i think i'm a little bit of like i am the rugged soloist more often than not and it's been a growing process to release some of the control to other people yeah to let like my colleagues take on some of these things and it's okay to ask for help or to pass it along it's not weakness it's actually yeah. intelligence but yeah i there's a lot on here i'm a lot do you think you're more you're one
1: I think I'm one, yeah. Okay. You're supposed to identify more with one than the other. So right. I, don't, I don't know if you can mix and match them. I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> cool. Well, let's see. I think I'm 1,000% the soloist. The right yeah. individualist. Like, I always try to just do it. Yeah. And it's always like uh, I have to prove to myself that I have the capacity to do it. Which sucks because then I end up putting all this work on myself and then I'm swamped and overwhelmed, right? And then I can't just do things like minimally. I always have to go a little extra, which you tell me all the time, like it's simple. Just do something really simple. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I can't do simple. Then they're not gonna think I'm smart enough. Yeah. Which is horrible. It's I mean it's really hard to live that way and and, and like you said, it's always something that you have to work on. Yeah. And try to improve, but it's so hard because even when you try to improve and you try to work on it, it always comes back, comes and
0: back in by in the ass. Yeah, always, <laughs> always. Or there's some kind of like action or some yeah. a- situation that you use to, re- like, you know, the confirmation bias. You use that to, con- to confirm the fact that like you're on a mission and you're this kind of person and you have to do it because you're not good mm-hmm. enough. Um, I'm the natural genius for sure um i do when i don't know something or i'm not comfortable with it i panic i really really truly do yeah. and it always takes me a minute to center myself and focus on it i know we've talked about it before
1: yeah
0: um to be able to figure it out and if it's like i don't know this oh my god i don't know it they're gonna know that i'm
1: not good at my job see and i i see you as a natural genius that's why i identify you most as yeah oh, yeah Well that. yeah because most of the times and it's you know a lot especially in our field. But then when you don't, I always see like a little bit of panic sets in and you're like, wait a minute.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have to stop and think about it. I have to stop and think about it and kind of yeah. connect the dots for myself or kind of educate myself, which is fine. It's That's normal. You just go and you educate yourself or you learn something. Yeah. You ask, hey, okay, well, what does this mean? How does this work together? But it's that initial kind of like, if I'm not great at it, in the beginning, someone's going to bust me and I'm done. Yeah. I'm also a little bit of the rugged individualist like the soloist I am a a lot and it takes a while for you to be able to say I'm going to delegate this to you
1: Yeah,
0: don't mess it up (laughs) you know what I mean or if I don't do it by myself if I don't do it on my own and I'm asking other people for assistance well then I'm not good enough they can just get someone else to take my place you know what I mean so I feel like I
1: identify with the two of those and it's so what have you like for me I always try to remind myself that I can only do my best and that's it like there's nothing more than I can possibly do and be open to receiving constructive criticism yeah and I'm always looking for that just to make sure that I'm like on the right yeah. page or that I'm doing the right job or whatever it is that I'm asked for um, but it is a constant reminder do you have anything that you do
0: no mostly just like when i get into a situation of I'm like i've already done this i've already done this before why am i like freaking out? i've already done this i do this all the time it's yeah. not anything new it's just a different iteration of whatever i'm facing at the moment and it mostly happens i feel like when there's a lot going on so like when we've got like when i have a ton of meetings or i'm a back to back or like something happens and they're like yeah. i need you to do this and i'm like hmm And it happens a lot. Like, it happens a lot, like, in the day-to-day business world, you know, um, the company I work for is more entrepreneurial than most, so you have to be a lot, you have to be adaptive and quick, which is kind of the biggest blessing I feel in my life. It's, like, it helps me grow every day, but I struggle with that, you know what I mean? It pushes me to be the best version of myself and constantly develop myself, but it is a constant level of, like, panic that I have to, like, work through daily and I I am smart. You're smart. We're smart. But it's you take a minute to be like to tell myself, okay, so yeah. it's it's in this situation. I've done this before. I got this. Whatever. Whatever it is, it's Googleable. I'll figure it out, you know? And it it's, <laughs> and that's the
1: thing we always say yeah, Just Google
0: it. Just Google it. Yeah. Like yeah, we'll figure it out, you know? Um one of like you know, I I I met this lady like at an event. Mm-hmm. I found her on Instagram and I found her so fascinating. She's just so like beautifully cool. Her name is Lauren Marano she's like a, she's like a coach right? She's a networking maverick so she teaches people and coaches people to do networking events and things like that. And she's so like she's beautiful. she's a lawyer. she built this nonprofit she's amazing. And one day I was sitting with her like in one of like our talks and she was like, you know everybody does imposter syndrome. And one of the biggest things that her dad told her, her dad was a military guy very successful in the military, she's amazing. None of us know what the hell we're doing. It's so true. Yeah. And I was like, and she was like, it was eye opening for me. She was like, mm-hmm. I c- couldn't believe that this man that seems so capable and competent and strong and tough was like telling me, yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. And I'm figuring it out as I go. And he's like, the secret in life is that nobody knows what they're doing.
1: Yeah.
0: We're all figuring it out as we go. Parenting is example one. None of us know what we're doing. Our parents weren't like, didn't know what we're doing. So giving yourself that, like, grace to say, I don't know, but I'm going to learn. And and that's the difference, you know, in Carol Dweck's book, you know, um, that's one of the things that she says. It's, like, the growth mindset versus Versus the the fixed mindset, you know, it's that kind of thing. And it's, so one of the things is, like, me actively, I have to tell myself to do it. Don't panic. We've got this. Taking that second, instead of spiraling to, like, assess. And that's what works for me. But yeah, it's just, yeah. it's an it's a work in progress.
1: No, it's important for me to, like, taking that second to stop. Because I'm, so I'm dyslexic. And then when I'm really tired or I have a lot of stuff that I have to do at the, like, if my to-do list is super long, I naturally I'm going to take longer than somebody else. So when I, like, get too much in my head, oh my God, forget it. I look at, I don't even understand what I wrote. Yeah. So then I really have to stop and think like, okay, relax, breathe, delete everything, and then start all over so that I can actually get it done, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's the biggest thing, like just stopping and taking a moment and breathing and then saying, okay, I got it. I can do it. Let me go figure it out. And get it done just like, you know, we've done a multitude of times. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And that's so funny. And I love that you brought up the dyslexia, which is like, what else makes you cool? (laughs) Like, oftentimes you look at it as your limitation, and I'm like, oh my god, it's your superpower. You're able to make connections differently than most of us. You see things differently, and you're just so extraordinary. You read more than I think anybody else I know, and you apply, Mm -hmm. and you learn, and you teach yourself so many things. I think it's so remarkable.
1: But you know, it's so funny. Like, I was thinking about it the other day, and the reason why I do that is because of the imposter syndrome. Yeah. Right? Because... Oh well, yeah, like, yeah. intelligence, from a traditional standpoint, is based on language, reading, writing, and math, right? Right. So, reading and writing, super difficult for me. Um, math, forget it. Yeah. And then sometimes, I'll mix up my words, or I mean to say something, and I, you know, I'll, I'll say something else. Maybe somebody else doesn't catch it, but then I, to myself, I'm like, oh, that's not what I meant to say. Right. So... I read simply because, or as much as I read, simply because it was like something that I wasn't supposed to do, yeah. or I wasn't supposed to be good at. So yeah. then it's like me validating myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and then yeah. saying like, "Look, I read this book. Look, I
0: learned." Yeah. <laughs> so it's interesting that I love that take on it because then you know, like this this thing this this thing that comes after you, right? Yeah. You can either use it as your excuse, right, or as your fuel. As yeah. your this feeling of inadequacy or whatever, you can either use it to kind of limit you in your growth path, that fixed mindset, or what you've done, that growth mindset where you're like, okay, well, it keeps telling me you 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 know I'm stupid or I'm I'm incapable or I'm less than, so I'm gonna use this and I'm gonna fuel it and I'm gonna turn it into
1: something else. I'm gonna use it for my growth. Yeah. And That's with great. Ryan, well, baby Ryan, I always think like first I think, oh God, please. Don't let him be dyslexic because it's genetic, you know? It's yeah. not something that, so that's always something that I think, like, please, 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 please don't let it be. Even with my nieces, my brother and I were, same thing, each time that they had a test, we were both like, oh, yeah. did it come back positive or negative? All right. yeah. And if it is, I think, geez, okay, life is going to be a little bit harder for him, but then it's like, how can I teach him not to live in this state, you yeah. know? And Tay's older and she's in a really tough field yeah. Like, did you did you think about that, or was that a thing that?
0: No, like her testing. So she, so she struggles differently. She's really smart. Math. She's naturally inclined to mathematics. Like that's what she's good at. She excels in that. Yeah. So for us, it was a little bit different. She, we thought she had ethd for a long time, and we thought it was severe. And it turns out that she was really smart, and she was. She needed to be in higher, um, like more higher, like. She was probably bored. She was bored, yeah. and it was something that for a while it took us um a minute to like kind of get through, to kind of uh, like get going. We're I'm smart, and I, I know I am. I've always mm-hmm. been, you know, like I'm I'm a, I was a smart kid. I was in gifted classes and whatnot. And my husband, of course, was like, you know, yeah, so smart. So we I I figured she was bright because she's funny and she's articulate and she's quick. And you're like, okay, she's smart. And math was always really good for her. Where she struggled was like test taking, and she would panic in tests. And we didn't even realize that it was a problem until she got to high school. When she got to high school and she started in this high achieving space with like these really smart kids, because she went to a magnet that was like tougher than most schools. um, Dyslexia wasn't it. It was more like that attention deficit, more kind of like that test anxiety that she would exhibit when she would go and take a she would panic, she would psych herself up. Imposter syndrome coming for her. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that was like a struggle for me watching her was like, dude, like that lack of confidence that she's so smart. Right? She's so smart. She's smart. She is. She is. And she's a hard worker, which is the other side of it, which is that facet. Like she's smart. So she's yeah. got like that natural talent. But she's also grinds like nobody else. So she pushes herself to excel. Um And I think that, like, when, that imposter syndrome, like, kind of coming for her made me realize that, like, I'm not, like, I wasn't, we needed to do something to kind of help empower her so she could find her own, like, strength and kind of, like, confidence to function. So it wasn't quite that, but it was, like, that panic I felt of, like, she's struggling with confidence. We got her all kinds of tutors and did a million things. And it was her.
1: Yeah. Like, so... You and I wrote a couple. So we have like notes that we take before we record any of these. And then one, one thing that we wrote is don't compare yourself to others. I think that's so powerful And out of everything that we wrote here. So we have like challenging your doubts, facing your fears head on, celebrating your successes and not looking back, being compassionate with yourself, which is super important, learning from your failures, talking to your friends and family so that you have those personal cheerleaders. But out of everything that you and I spoke about, Definitely not comparing yourself to anybody else. Yeah, okay. is like the number one takeaway yeah. that I would say has helped me. I know has helped you. 100%. 100%.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, more than anything is um, like you and I deal sometimes through our job, right? With really powerful people that have, you know, Fortune to 500 companies or, you know, entrepreneurs or people who have started yeah. from like the bottom up and you realize like exactly what you said earlier they sometimes they don't know what they're doing themselves and you look at them and you're like damn what a badass yeah right and you're like i wish i could be like that and then lo and yeah. behold you know no and,
0: they don't and have it all figured out they don't have it all figured out and it's yeah. but it's also yeah like they everyone everyone is in this bus with us like everyone is kind of yeah. has their own thoughts they're struggling with their own things and success and kind of is different for people and they and people measure their success their own success differently and they're on this journey And when you kind of sit there and you see that um it alleviates some of the pressure on you and Yeah. yeah you yes i we we have we've had we've shared a client in the past and walking into that it's a fortune 100 company you walk into that room and you're like man it's just me yeah surrounded by like all of these really smart people that have degrees and are different and they have these pedigrees and you're coming into it and you're like ah it's just me little me like what do i know and being able to kind of speak to them and guide them and 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 when they look to you as like a voice it's like you're like okay it's a little bit validating mm-hmm. and it helps kind of because in the beginning imposter syndrome can limit you so much but when you're sitting there, you're like wait i know what i'm talking about i am smart what am i what what it? You know, and like not letting that kind of drive you. And then when you do a good job, celebrating your successes, I think is also
1: really important. very yeah. important.
0: Saying, no, I am smart.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I am smart. I put together a really great deck. Yeah. This strategy kills. I made valid points. I shifted this project towards a positive trajectory based on my input. Yeah. That makes me smart. You know, I think that's important to understand. Yeah. The other thing is, being able to recognize what's called, there's a book called The Magic of Thinking Big. It was written in the 50s. It's really smart. It's very simplistic, but it's really poignant. And in the book, there's these people called negators. These people that come in and they try to like derail you or limit you or put limits on you. It's not intentional. Most of the time, it's like... It's subconscious. It's subconscious. And we've dealt with this a lot. Yeah. You know, you you deal with clients or colleagues or whatever that sit there and they try to pick apart or point things out or kind of like, you know, put you in positions that kind of diminish your shine a little bit. Right. And it's important for you to recognize that those are negators and those are people that it has nothing to do with you. Mm -hmm. It has nothing to do with you as a professional or an individual. It's them trying to cover up inadequacies or make themselves feel better they're just going through some things um and for me that's been personally very difficult
1: well and on the other coin like the other side of the coin there also is accepting what people are actually telling you the good work that you've done yeah because i've struggled with that i know you've struggled with that except like they're just telling me that you know and it's actually nice. yeah yeah
0: yeah she just loves me that's what it is is. I'm not pretty. that smart yeah it's two things so being able to like recognize take the compliment Mm -hmm. and then use that as like okay like how do I iterate from this Um, but also when somebody points something out it's not always negative sometimes it's constructive sometimes it's a mirror that you need to that is gonna help you grow it's not personal always you know could
1: just be like hey look it's not personal fix this or whatever maybe you know
0: yeah but the other side mm-hmm. of it is too, sometimes it is personal and it's not, has nothing to do with you. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's their own personal thing. It's their own inadequacy coming at you and just being able to understand that and give them grace yeah. and just let it go. It has nothing to do with you. Don't let it dull your shine. Yeah. And that's hard for me because, you know, sometimes I take those things, I like internalize them. <laughs> We've had similar situations <laughs> yeah. and you take them really to heart. You, you sit there and you, you're like, well, this person's pointing out all of these things and it's like, I, am I not good at my job? Like, is it you, it you let that fuel your imposter syndrome versus letting it fuel your
1: growth? Yeah. So obviously we don't have it figured it out. No. we definitely trying no. our best. And then this is what you and I wrote. So we have understanding that it's a journey, 1000%. And everyone has a starting point. You can accept where you are now in your journey, acknowledge everything you have accomplished and continue to strive to better yourself, which I think is great.
0: And I think one of the biggest things there is like adopt, like whatever it is, whatever comes your way, whatever you're thrown into, you just pivot. You kind of, you just sit there and say, okay, like it's not great. It's not bad. I don't have to be perfect. I'm just gonna do you know and be able to just be in that situation and then
1: also like which that goes back into our word right acceptance accepting
0: right accepting and just being accepting of where you are right now in your journey it's okay no -hmm. matter what it is and then also comes back to like what we say all the time we don't have to be anything yeah we don't have to be any we don't have to be the perfect mom because there's no such thing as balance it's balance is Whatever we can do at the moment, and however we can bring our best selves to whatever situation we're in at the yeah. moment. Um, I don't have to be the perfect wife, I don't have to be anything, I don't have to be married by 30, guys. You don't have to have kids by 32. <laughs> like, it's not you know, there's no timeline, it's whatever our journey is, and being able to accept where we are and giving ourselves the grace to just be that. You know, yeah. I think is really important for us to remember. You don't have to be anything um just the best
1: version of you right and that's it that's all we can do yeah well on that note i think we're good on imposter syndrome i'd love to hear which of the five you consider yourself and how you're battling that hopefully we can thank learn you. something from you and hopefully you've learned something from us yeah.
0: all right
1: friend thank you cheers
0: cheers